said, I am the light, restored the sight to blinded eyes. He was the broken bread of life of all the world. The light was he, in him the life had come alive. The deaf and blind could hear and see. All right, this is Aaron Hood with the Voice of My Beloved podcast. Um, I've got Braden Waller here, and uh, it's good to have you, Braden. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, I just love hosting you on your podcast. I think that that's just amazing. <laughs> but um, it's uh, really, you know, it's for the glory and praise of God. You know, Braden. I just like messing with Braden. But um, <laughs> we have here, we've got, just got through with the Hanukkah season. And um, I think Braden said this is going to be an afterglow podcast uh, because um, we're going to be talking about uh, being in the light, walking in the light as he is in the light. And uh, just uh, how Yeshua is the light of the world. And uh, Braden's got some uh, verses for us, but I was just going to, you know, read uh, Isaiah 9. You know, it talks about um, the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali and afterward more heavily oppressed by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan and Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light and those who walk in the land of the shadow of death upon them a light has shined. Mm. And uh, that is... Um, what Yeshua came to do, bring light into mm. our darkness. Mm. And uh, that, that verse is repeated in Matthew um, as Yeshua being the fulfillment of that verse. So mm-hmm. we're going to be delving into some uh, scriptures and uh, hopefully you're encouraged to um, purify your your temple and uh, mm. walk in the light as he is in the light. So what do you got for us, Braden? Yeah, yeah, I'm just excited to be talking about this subject, one of my favorite subjects. Uh, just, just so powerful when you can do this with others. Yeah. Uh, you know, just seeking God and asking for just that ability to walk in his light with others is so key. Yeah. Uh, before we get too far in, I want to just put a plug in for Michael Card, that song yeah. we listened to there. Uh, he's got a series of CDs from the Gospels. That was his Gospel of John CD, but I just love those yeah. songs from those CDs. They're just straight out. A lot of them are just straight from Bible stories. Yeah, my, my dad's name is Mark, and uh, Braden sent that album to my dad. And uh, I got to listen to quite a bit of it, and this one's just phenomenal. Michael Carr is such a theologian, and it comes through in his music, and it's just uh, some really, really powerful stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, jumping in, uh, Psalm 56, verse 13, For you have delivered my soul from death. Have you not kept my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living? And so this psalm was actually written when David is running away from Saul, and goes to the Philistines, and he's acting, you know, he's acting like a madman, right. you know, as he goes to the Philistines, and uh, but he's he's writes a psalm. He's thanking God for saving his life. You know, he, that Saul was not able to catch him, right? And he's thanking God, you're letting me walk in your light in the land of the living. As the Psalm 116 actually puts a little different twist on it, that I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living instead of the light of the living, right? And so I just love this whole concept of walking before God, um, Spurgeon point this out, you know, true accountability is walking before an all seeing God, Right. Yeah. you know, that you're, you're living before the God of creation who, you know, nothing can get away from right, it. Yeah. You know, so. I'm just thinking, you know, you're talking about the, the real challenge is to walk in the light with a, with a body of believers, you know, right. it's the whole idea of, you know, perfection, you know, in, in a monastery somewhere away from someone right. has a, a shallow impact you know, like God wants us to impact the world for mm. his kingdom. Um, it's not all about just staying spotless, although that's, but it's about impacting, right? impacting the world and bringing those into, and, and that that's at the core of what we're doing here uh, is in, in our outreach, our, our desire to be, um, reach out to people with the light of Yeshua is because in him we see light and he's done that for us and he's asked us uh, to be a faithful witness of him 
And uh, it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing. You know, when people we can do this together because when you're rubbing that shoulders, um, right? That's when the rubber meets the road, and that's where you really have to um, know. Or, or you, you find out very quickly if you're walking in the light or not, you know, if, what, what you're here for, what's your motivation. Right. So it's, uh, it really is the, the definition of walking before God in the light is when you're doing it with people. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think of the scripture, let us walk in the light. Right. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. there's a plurality there. Yes. Uh, you know, some people out there will be saying, you know, well, I, to the exclusion of others, right. they'll say, well, I'm just you know, living before God. Right. <laughs> yeah. But we've seen just through observation that that is not really the scriptural it's not it's not the effective way right, to yeah. go about it you really need other people mm-hmm. to uh, to do this with and, and on the same side Yeshua found time to be alone with the Lord and to really right. you know re, you know, rekindle that light and that's kind mm-hmm. of what Hanukkah is you know it's right. a, it's a, a time in in any time you can take a the opportunity to rekindle that fire for your love of the Lord and rededication of that right. you know temple mm-hmm. um, of our our soul our bodies and this that's a great time and, uh, you know, yeah. it's, I love Hanukkah, you know, outside of the feast, you know, mentioned or, you know, commanded by God, Hanukkah is right up there with like one of my favorites, uh, to right. celebrate. It's just so, especially with the light getting, or the, the world getting darker mm-hmm. and, um, more blatant about sin, the light's got to get stronger. And so this is yeah. just a, a great time of year and it's a great feast. Yeah. When I think about the Maccabees and the time they were living in right now, I think of the Psalm, it says unto the upright, there rises light in the darkness. Wow. There's just this light that almost gets brighter the more dark the world becomes there's this light that just really shines and uh we had a blast over hanukkah yes it was it was really fun one of my favorite parts is just gathering around the hanukkahs and singing songs together as a group and just the voices coming no sound system right just the all the voices melting together it was uh unbelievable we had a fun time singing uh this little light of mine right yeah (laughs) Yeah. well the nesbits were here right and and Yeah. yeah you said you know you know, having such good harmony, you know, you couldn't help but, you know, give the big end right. to this, this little light of mine. Right. And, and we had a, a pretty good sized group uh, from pretty good, you know, distances away. And it mm-hmm. was, you know, it was all the way really from Alaska, yeah, Alaska, some old friends from Tennessee that we hadn't seen for a while. And so the Nesbits were just phenomenal. We had a great mm-hmm. time with them. Look up their music. I mean, just a little plug for the Nesbits. They have, uh, oh, yeah. I, I guess you can just look it up online, the Nesbits, mm-hmm. and uh, they've got some good songs, some really good. Yeah. Uh, we had a good time with them. Yeah, you know, on that topic of Maccabees and the temple and all that, you know, that, that was the Maccabees' whole goal was to restore the temple, right? Re- restore the temple service. And you think about the the menorah there; that was the only light that was in the like, inside of the, inside the, of the this temple. building. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was totally. You know, there was no windows, right? So you had this light that's shining in the middle of the temple. And I think of Revelation also. You know, it talks about the lampstand, mm-hmm. and you know, for us that just to invite God's light along this this topic of walking before the Lord is that. God's light to say, God, I want the very depths of my being, you know, where our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, right. that that menorah, that light of God would shine in our hearts and, and would just expose all evil. Right. I'm just thinking about, you know, uh, in your light, we see light. Right. You know, that I was just, um, you know, impacted by that, you know, with the jail ministry and, you know, how many people think they have a, a idea of what truth is. You know, mm-hmm. the, the truth is so twisted and so many people have their own version of it. Right. But God's truth is by how we see when God reveals it to us. Mm. It was, it's just, it's been a, an interesting, the jail ministry, you know, is, is bringing out a lot of interesting things about how, you know, God brings people in his timing, you know, and, and people can, can be in rebellion. And then finally, when they, when they submit and, and that's God's timing right. and it's for the betterment 
Mm. And, and there's just a, a complexity there that I've never quite understood. But in his light, we, we see light. He right. reveals to us the truth, his spirit yeah. and his word together mm. to, to know the truth. Yeah, that's good. So we got uh, Psalm 89:15. I'm going to read this one. Blessed are the people who know the joyful sound. They walk, O Lord, in the light of your countenance. So I uh, like walking in the light. I mean, this is a, right. it's all in, it's all through the word. Yeah, what hit me with this verse is just the power of what we listen to. You know, right. it's saying blessed, the Hebrew word there, blessed is Asherah, which can also be translated as happy. So happy are the people who know the joyful sound. The joyful sound there is the Hebrew word truah, like yom teruah, right, yeah, like the, the trumpet sound, the, the blast. blast the, right. the, I think when I think of truah, I think of an exciting blast, like yeah. a noise, you oh, know, right. <laughs> and there's a loudness to it. And happy are the people who know that sound, that, that sound of awakening. Yeah. And, and, but I think about the sounds that our world is listening to right now. Right. So much negativity, yeah. so much just downer and such so encourage those who are listening be careful how much of that you take in right you yeah. know blessed or happy are the people who know the joyful sound right yes there's a joyful sound to be heard and those people walk in the light of yeah. god's countenance right. just you know be excellent in what is good stay innocent of evil you know is what the scripture says you know right. and we're not advocating you know just sticking your head in the ground <laughs> right. not knowing what's going on but you know measure it you know mm -hmm. measure the, what you really do need to know and what of it right. is just uh, an anxiety, you know, mm -hmm. or a fear in your heart that's mm -hmm. causing you, oh, I got to know what's, what's happening, you know, right. um, be innocent, be innocent of right. evil is what the word says. And, uh, yeah. yeah, to, to know the joyful sound, I was thinking again about, you know, he says, my sheep know my voice, mm. you know, again, that's another thing about hearing the sound, um, the father's voice, he says, my sheep hear my voice, you know, right. and then it's another thing of just mm -hmm. tuning our ears, you know, how many times did Yeshua say, you know, he has ears, let him hear. Yeah. You know, letting the, this, uh, this idea of blessed are those people who know the joyful sound. That's good. Yeah. This morning uh, we were having a prayer watch here and I was meditating on the whole passage in revelation 12. It talks about the accuser of the brethren. He's going to be cast down, but that's the, that accusing voice is, is something that I think we need to resist because that, that's a downer voice. Right. That's like, you don't measure up. You're no good. The joyful sound is what's going to help us to have an overcoming spirit. Right. You know, that sound, that shofar blast, that, you know, that loud, joyful sound. It's like when you can hear that, if you can be listening to music that declares that, be, yeah. you know, listening to the word, reading the word, this is the joyful sound that's going to help you to walk in the light. Right. It's your, your victorious mm -hmm. declarations. I don't know how many of you um, know out there, but Brain's put together a, a list of scriptures that just declare God's mm. Um, mm. blessings and what you are according to scripture you know right. you are a child of god you know you are beloved you are uh sons and daughters of you know th these things um and mm -hmm. and those are victorious declarations and that's the positive right. voice of who we are in christ mm -hmm. we know that what we were you know we can never forget that you know lest we fall again right. but to accept we need to really um uh, have that strong confidence that comes with the fear of the lord right. and accepting what the father says about us and that's mm -hmm. that's the end of the story yeah, and I think too this verse here, just pointing out it, the word "know." There is it could be translated like intimate knowledge of. So like, we want to be those happy people that have intimate knowledge that have like a real knowing of the joyful sound. Right. That like real like we we get it in our core. Yeah. Like that. I, I'm looking forward to that day. Well, I think it all kind of climaxes with a great shofar sound when Yeshua comes. Right. That's gonna for some that'll be a joyful sound. Right. It'll be like you know, rescue. He, he's coming to rescue us. He's coming to, um, you know, to take us to That's himself. Right. Right. And uh, so I think, you know, as we're looking for that day, we want to walk in the light and we want to just, you know, 
get ready. Right. Get yeah. ready for that ultimate joyful who, sound. Who is it who says, you know, you got to know it in your knower. Yeah, right. <laughs> you got to know it in your it's knower. Good. It's a, like down yeah. in the inner part of who you are, mm. like as, you know, you just without a doubt, you know, right. the effect is what we say in the Hebrew. And so it's like, yeah, we got to know it. Yeah. So amen. Uh, then moving on to Isaiah 2.5. This is the classic verse on walking in the light. Oh, house of Jacob, come and let us, as we mentioned before, as yeah. a plurality here, let us walk in the light of the Lord. And, you know, throughout the scripture, you see this over and over again. You know, there's a plurality. Yeshua says, pray like this, yeah, our, our Father, Father in heaven. Our walk is meant to be lived out in context yeah, of others. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it was never, scripturally, we're never meant to just be isolated unto ourselves. Right. And so if you want to really scripturally walk in the light, do it with other people. Amen. Yeah. And, and this is something that is so important, I believe, uh, for overcoming sin, yes. for overcoming yeah. uh, besetting sins. Right. I know so many people, and myself included, you know, struggling with something for a season. I remember in my teenage years, you know, having struggles, uh, whether it was in my thoughts or whatever it might be, but then just confessing it, it was like yeah. the, all the wind that was in the sails of the, like the enemy was like, you know, blowing this, the sail. But as soon as you get in the light, wow, it just, that sail just like, right. It's gone. There's no more. The enemy has uh, no control at that point. You've brought it to the light. It's a confession that caused, that brings humility before other people. You know, I was, you know, again, just talking to somebody in the jail about, you know, how you really aren't sorry for your sins until you can confess them to another human being. Right. Like that is, God knows that he, he created us and Mm -hmm. he knows that confession to one another is what he asks of us mm. because he knows that's when we're truly repentant and broken over it. Right. And, and then that's when we'll gain freedom. So yeah, right. voicing it out and, and it, it hum- humbles us, you know, it takes away all the pride that we can have, mm. you know, and, and that's the place where God can work. Right. And I think what James says too, is he says, confess your sins one to another that you may be healed. Right. And I think there's a, of course, a physical element to that, you know, of getting physically healed, but also I think some of the places that our culture is in as far as the things that we medicate with the certain addictions that, right. that our culture medicates with there's a healing that needs to take place in the soul yeah and people are you know getting involved in very bad things just because their souls are unhealthy right. even your minds you know our minds yeah. you know unhealthy have, appetites yes yeah and we're just you know giving over to those things and uh, it's it's a process it's a renewal of the mind you know that's right. why, why we got to meditate on the word and on the light yeah I mean, it's uh that's great yeah, so so important. And just on this Isaiah passage as well, if you look in Isaiah 2, it follows by, uh, conv- Isaiah's telling Israel, you know, you need to get rid of idols in your life. And so this uh, this proclamation here he's giving, let us walk in the light, he's saying get rid of the idols. Right. You know, if you've got idols in your life, tear them down, you can't walk in the light and have idolatry. Right. I just imagine the idols kind of blocking mm. the light of God's right. glory got to cast them down and then his light can shine on you. Right. Yeah. First, first commandment, right? You shall have no other gods before me. Right. He's, yeah. he's, he is, he is a jealous God above all else. Right. And, uh, yeah, he's, he, he wants us to be as he is and he is light. And yeah. so yeah, we have to, and I, and I believe, you know, there's a, a, a reflection there, but you know, there's also a light that'll come from within us mm-hmm. and we will be the carriers of that light. Right. It, it's, it, it, we will be actually, um, mirrors, but not necessarily just mirrors, but like uh, taking that flame and carrying it ourselves. Mm. It's not just all about um, looking like, but it's actually being who Yeshua was right. as far as the light goes. We didn't even find that with like your light facts. Aaron shared a list of light facts with us during Hanukkah. And wasn't that one of them like we actually 
exert yeah. or exude <laughs> a certain amount of light. Yeah, like we can't, you know, our eyes don't see it, but you know, science has said that human beings actually produce a certain amount of light. Yeah, each one right. of us produce a certain <laughs> amount of light. Yeah, that's amazing. So we got John eight twelve here next. It says, and then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, "I am the light of the world." He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Amen. I mean, yeah, it's no darkness. You know, it's right. It's a one or the other thing. Yeah, it reminds me of the verse in Revelation that talks about following the Lamb wherever He goes. Yeah, you know, He leads them to fountains of living waters. I believe it says, but just knowing that His leadership is trustworthy, mm-hmm. I think, and that's that's a point of surrender in our hearts. Yes. But if you, those who are out there listening. If you can come to that place of surrender, Lord, I just want to follow you and and just trusting his leadership. This verse is a promise. If you follow him, you will not walk in darkness. Right. You're going to walk in the light. Right, yeah. And and just processing this a little bit too, you know, walking in the light. It's the way you live. Right, yeah. You know, uh, we want to stand in the light, sit in the light, sleep in the light, all that. <laughs> Man, but when yeah. you, when it, the scripture talks about us being in the light, most often from what I've studied it's walking yes and so the scripture really emphasizes this this concept of the way you yeah the the movement the way you live your life Mm -hmm. is to be in the light right and and not walking as opposed to walking in darkness right not not walking in sin right yeah because sin you know you're constantly trying to remember the last lie you told you know so you don't contradict yourself you're trying not to get caught but there's a a safety and a peace in speaking the truth always speaking the truth and living in the truth. And, I'm, right. and your, your word is truth. And it says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet. You know, that light unto our path. Right. Yeshua, you know, was the word made flesh. Mm. And so this is, this is basically saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness. He's the light of life. All of this mm-hmm. is, is talking about God's word being in us and how Yeshua lived that out for us to, to, be, to, to follow. Right. And I love to this passage in John eight, it's, it's directly following the woman caught in adultery. And so he's saying, because he, he tells her, go and sin no more, right. right? And so there's this this truth he's giving us that, you know, in order, you know, woman, you're you know, just involved in sin here, but the way that you're going to be able to walk into freedom is follow me. Right. You know, and sometimes I feel like that key can be lost in, the, in just putting rules. Mm-hmm. You know, of, of course, he's got guidelines, he's got rules he wants us to follow, but the ultimate... I would say key to victory mm-hmm. is just following the lamb. Right, yeah. You know, it, you know it, Hebrews talks about it. Let us lay aside every sin that so easily besets us. Yeah. Setting our eyes on him. Mm-hmm. The way that we overcome besetting sins right. is by setting our eyes on him. Right. You know, I feel like a lot of times we can get so transfixed with the problem. Mm, right. And, and it can just become a never-ending spiral down. But the key, really the key, is to, yes, forsake the sin, Fix our eyes on the lamb. Yeah, I mean, just setting our face like flint, you know, is what the uh, one of the verses says. And then it's it's not what you're fleeing from; it's what you're you're pursuing after. Right. It, it's all the difference in the world, you know. And I think even coming to salvation to escape hell, even though you know that's a start, but that that can't be the motivation. If you're right. just trying to escape hell. You know, it, it has to be a love for the lamb, you know, and a desire to please him who created you because he created us to worship him, you know. And yeah, and we have to pursue that. Mm-hmm. And because if we're just fleeing, you know, what's behind us, then our eyes aren't on him and we're not going to be able to walk without stumbling. You know, if we're not right. looking ahead, we're going to be stumbling through this. Yeah. It, I'm reminded of a story that my brother Britt told. I don't know if he came up with it or read it somewhere, but it, this, it really speaks to the point we're making. He said, you'd be on this boat 
and all of a sudden these leaks start springing up from the bottom and if you're not moving somewhere in the boat and all you're doing is just stopping up holes in the bottom of the boat and that's like constantly what you're trying to do then you kind of lose vision for like if you're not going anywhere you know? right. <laughs> but if you're moving in a certain direction like okay i've got a destination i'm trying to get to Mm-hmm. such and such right. a place it's a land then it makes sense why i'm trying to plug the holes up in the boat but if i'm just sitting out in the middle of the ocean have no plan of making it anywhere then why why try just to plug the sink. holes yeah. up in the boat <laughs> and so it, this relates to like why would we resist sin mm-hmm. you know why would we try to resist the devil if we're not fixing our eyes on a destination right. and this is so important you know whether whatever addiction you, right. you know that people struggle with yeah. If we can, yes, plug the holes up in the boat, right, you know, yeah. get address these issues, but with the idea of this boat's moving somewhere, right? Yeah, we want to be found, you know, in that right. place of being ready when the bridegroom comes. Right. Oil in our lamps. That's we're right. we're heading somewhere. Yeah, and this is so important. Yeah, that's what it talks about. You know, those who are, are looking for the return of the Messiah, those who right. you know make yourself ready. Right, that's the whole picture of the the bride making herself ready is, and that's what the you know part of this Hanukkah season is, is, you know, again, it's a, a time of preparation. It's a time of self-evaluation and, and, and knowing where we're going, where we want to be. Right. We want to, where we're at. That's the first part, knowing where you're at. Um, honestly, knowing where you're at right. and then moving towards the greater purpose, uh, or a greater vision and, and not yeah. getting stuck, just filling the holes. That's a really good story. Yeah. Which I think is really at the heart of love and purity, right? You know, cause yes, we want to encourage godly lifestyle. We want to encourage people, you know, living a set apart life, but at the heart of it, the heartbeat of it is we're getting ready for the bridegroom. That's right. He's we're coming. getting ready for the glorious one that's coming. And, uh, that that's at the heart, you know, so walking at the light, walking in the light is so yes. key to that. Right. It, because it's, you know, you, you mentioned it before, you know, this we're in, and we were, we were talking about, you know, the, um, the guidelines of love and purity, you know, and they only really make sense if the people themselves can grab a hold of them, you know, right. It, it, that's what's really going to help us move forward is if we can convey the value of these guidelines and what we've seen and where we're at right. and the people can understand them or else it's just, you know, extra, extra rules, you know, and they don't, but when the heart of it can be grabbed, right. then it can be spread and it, and it can be better maintained. Yeah. And so it's the same thing of, you know, and then it doesn't matter if those people, they don't have to be watched. You know, we don't want to be the, the police, you know, we want this to be something from the heart. And I think it's the same way with God. You know, he doesn't want to have to be constantly there, you know, smacking us upside the head or, or causing us to have, you know, problem, you know, if he, if that's how he works, but he wants us to be motivated from our heart to serve him. Right. Yeah. To walk in the light because we want to. Yeah. And that makes all the difference in the world. Right. Yeah. Amen. Another scripture, we got John 12, 35. It says, Then Yeshua said to them, A little while longer the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become sons of light. So I see this progression mm-hmm. here. You know, yes. believe in the light, that you may become sons of light. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that I think just, just go on and move to the next one. First John two, nine, anyone who claims to be in the light, but hates a brother or sister is still in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light or walks in the light. Right, yeah, Liz. Uh, and there's nothing in them to make them stumble. But anyone who hates a brother or sister is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness. They do not know where they are going because the darkness has blinded them. Yeah, this speaks to the Huge. idea of walking with brethren, and it says it says anyone who 
doesn't is not in the light. You know, right. this is, you know, this community, this idea of us and our father. And right. again, it's that idea that there's a plurality to this that we, he says, you know, if you, uh, many of you, you, we all know the verse it talks about, you know, if you are at the altar giving your offering and you realize your brother has something against you, right. leave it there. Right. And it, this was so important to Yeshua and it's important throughout the scriptures right. that the second is like it, right? The greatest commandments, you know, you know, hero Israel, Lord our God, Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, might, and love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. It's right there with it, and uh, it's connected to yeah. being in the light. It, it has challenges, but the challenges are for our good. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I want to give some practicalities on this note to our listeners. So let's say, you know, for my own life, I was a couple weeks ago, I was on a trip, and I was just starting to just really trying to battle some thoughts that were just like negative thoughts coming against my mind or maybe even unclean thoughts that were coming against my mind. So, and, and this is the way the enemy works most often. He starts with the, the thoughts and then goes. And so, but walking in the light, I just want to give a practical note here and something that hopefully encourages you to do the same. So after that, you know, that this kind of this bombardment, you might say of just like negative thoughts, I, I then phone up Aaron. I say, Hey, Aaron, I just, I just need to get something to light. Yeah. And just tell, and just, confess and say, right. Hey, I, I was, I was meditating on things that were not, you right. know, was, was not good. Yes. And so, and then just confessing that and then, you know, and then he can pray for me, but this type of thing is so important. Now was that, is that humbling? Yes. Yes. It's, it, it, it's, it's humbling to realize, okay, yeah, I, I, I wasn't, you know, operating in total, you know, the way I should, mm -hmm. you know, but so I think that's so key in community to have that openness. Right. Because oftentimes we're we're just so um, I don't know there there can be this this idea that we all want to you know keep our self image you know of, <laughs> yeah. like hey I've got it all together uh -huh. and but just having that openness and so I encourage you to have people in your life that you can have open conversations with about yeah. what you know maybe even uh, dreams that you're that you're having that you need to you know to say hey I've, I've been having these re recurring dreams that I just want to get in the light uh, but this is something that as brothers growing up, I can just remember it being really powerful, just confessing right, and yeah. saying, Hey, I, I've been having this struggle and I need you guys to pray for me. But wow, the enemy is crushed yes, when you do that. Absolutely. It is so powerful. Yeah. It, it, it breeds a humility. It breeds a camaraderie among the brethren, right. you know, because what the enemy wants to do is convince you that you're the only one that struggles with that. Right. And that's just, that's absolutely not the case. I mean, when, and so when, when you're being transparent, it not only does it, you know, gain respect from your brother because they value your bolt. Your, 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 it's 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 hard. It's tough. They know how hard right. it is, and it, it gets actually. You would think you, you, this, the enemy is telling you that all oh, people are going to look down on you, but we, people respect mm. people who confess their faults. I mean, I, I I respect people who confess their faults and can get free. Right. And uh, yeah, it's such a it's a positive thing all the way around. Yeah. And the goal is freedom. And the goal is freedom. To yeah. Be free. That's, you know, yeah. for this purpose was the son of God manifest to destroy the works of the evil one. Right. Free. And just a little tip I could just want to offer to those listeners out there in the, the temptation moment where yes. the enemy comes against your mind. I encourage you. And this is something that I practiced growing up. That is super effective. Start praying for a brother. Start yeah. praying for a sister. Yeah. And wow, that's so counterproductive for the enemy at that point. It's like every time I tempt him, he starts praying for somebody else. It's like, this is not furthering my purposes. Right. So you, you really want to trip up the devil's schemes as much as you yeah. can. And so those temptations, those fiery darts of the enemy, mm -hmm. when they hit you, when they hit your mind, 
just go into just go have it right. set in your mind that you're going to go into prayer. Go into prayer. You're going to prayer for somebody else, and that will that's one of the quickest ways I found. Yes. To to get that fiery dart. Yeah. Quenched. Get your mind, you're right. Quenched <laughs> and, and get your mind going in the right direction again. You know, holding up that you know maybe shield of faith. Yeah. Yes. So we got yeah. we're moving on another verse here. It's Ephesians five eight it says, "For you were once." darkness but now you are light in the lord walk as children of light for the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness righteousness and truth finding out what is acceptable to the lord and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather expose them for it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret but all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light for whatever makes manifest is light therefore he says awake you who sleep arise from the dead and christ will give you light Man, that is so good. It's exactly what we were just talking about. Expose the, the unfruitful works of darkness, right? And let the light of God just—I mean, I, I love the—I was had the opportunity to uh, be in a dark room one time and like have certain uh, areas where the the light was just shining in, mm. and, and it was like it was evident. It was very there. There's such a, a a compa- not, not a comparison, but it, it's just contrast. so contrast. Yeah. yeah, the contrast is so stark. Mm. Uh, I was in a large um, cistern one time, and you know these cisterns they have these holes on the top there with gathered mm. water, and and the rest of this gigantic cistern was dark, but in the center was this shaft of light. I mean, right. it was just like a, like you could see like the defi- definition was amazing. Mm. And when I walked over and I stood in that light, you you could you it, it was like you could see clearly who I was. And that's what the light will do. Right. The light will reveal to you. Right. And in his light, we see light. Again, that same idea. Yeah. It exposes us, mm. and then we can get rid of that shame. It says it's shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. So if you can get it out when it's in your mind, and your like brain's saying, right. that's mm-hmm. the beginning. Uh, you know, And that's, that's how you will keep your hands from evil. And it's how you'll keep from doing the deeds. Unfruitful works of darkness is by... Um, taking the enemy head on in your mind. Right. And which you, Sermon on the Mount, Yeshua is addressing where's your thoughts, where's your heart. This is over and over again. And this is just part of walking in the light to seek to live that lifestyle of no secrets. That's right. It's all out there. That's right. You don't have to remember what you said last time if you're telling the truth. First <laughs> <laughs> John 1, 7, this is our last scripture. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light. In him, there's no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Yeshua Messiah, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So as we've been saying, walking in the light is all about community, fellowship. If we don't do it, then our fellowship is going to be greatly hindered. Amen. Yeah. And uh, so I just encourage you wherever you're at call if it, it it could be over the phone yeah it could be you know face to face whatever but get if you're you know if you're a, a woman out there find another woman if you're a man out there find another man and just open your heart yeah. up and tell them what you're struggling with yeah get it in the light confess your sin and and yeah this is this is the path of joy yeah. i believe god's yeah. all of god's Amen. paths lead, lead to, to joy, joy i mean true happiness uh, and this is what he wants for us. He does not want us to be living in depression and defeat. He wants us to live in triumph. Amen. Yeah, so. this is, you know, this is a uh, walking in the light, you know, as he is in the light. It's, it's It cleanses us, you know, and, and it's, you know, humble ourselves. Let's humble ourselves and yeah. uh, not think of ourselves more highly than we ought. But um, so this has been great, Braden. Thanks so much again. 
And uh, this is the voice of the beloved podcast. Thanks, y'all, for joining us.